The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? Welcome back, processors. This is your First week without a title episode. How about that? I like that. Brian likes that. I like that. What that means is uh, we are full on and into your single episode per week run here, which is cool because it's a little less time for us. And I think that might mean more info going into episodes. What do you think, Brian? Sounds good. Sorry, right. I'm 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 uh I'm caught up in the U game right now in the Cheese It Bowl. Um I guess we'll just start with that real quick. Um the U is taking on our Oklahoma State. Oh my god. Okay. Our Oklahoma State Cowboys. Um right before half, um Derek King went down with what looked like a pretty severe knee injury he went to cut on his right leg and it looked like it gave out but it was it's kind of weird how it happened he cut but then as he was cutting another player hit him right in the knee mm-hmm. and then he went down and immediately grabbed the leg down for several minutes um and pretty much was pretty much carried off the field and then carried to the locker room he's back out in the sidelines now which i guess is a good sign but that is a very good sign it doesn't look good though yeah and now if it was um, a complete and, tear or something, he, they probably wouldn't even bother right. putting him back in the sideline. Right, but um, in the injury report, it does say knee injury. So um, that left us with Nkasi Perry, who is playing surprisingly well. Uh, as of right now, with two minutes left in the fourth, he's 18 of 32, 222 yards and two touchdowns. What's the score? Uh, 37-34. And who has the ball? Uh, the U at the 50-yard line. Okay. Brevin Jordan is going off. He has eight catches for 96 yards and two touchdowns. He just had a really good run after catch. That's why I had that little reaction there. But okay. Um, so Ryan's so yeah, gonna be a, Ryan's gonna be a little distracted, and that's fine. That's that's part of the fun of college football. Only for a minute, though. Yeah. Well, um, a college football minute. Yeah, we have a uh, breaking news, much more than actually much less than what we just had, which is literally as we're recording breaking news. Uh, we had a couple of commitments. I'll let you handle the first one. Um, RB f- probably four or five right now. Jared Patterson. Unfortunately, I see him much lower on a lot of teams or a lot of drafts. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, lists. well, we, we, we know Jarrett. Well, we don't know him, but we know him. Right. And then uh, Michigan football linebacker Ma Cameron McGrone has decided to enter the draft. I don't think that's necessarily a wise decision, but maybe this ties into the fact that Michigan has re-upped Jim Harbaugh, and he said, oh, hell no. Hell, 
hell no. And he said, I'm, I'm gone. This is, this is uh, a the, joke. Breaking news, uh, the you loss. Um, oh, sorry, Ryan. Fourth and nine, couldn't convert. Couldn't convert. It's tough. That's fine. It's all right. Yep. Uh, I'm happy for Nkasi Perry to come in and uh, lead the squad like that. Sure. Very noble of him. And Brevin Jordan had a hell of a game, so I'm all about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else have we got going on in the world of college football? Oh, the the Heisman finalists have been announced. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback Clemson. Justin Fields, quarterback Ohio State. Mac Jones, quarterback Alabama. And no. Devonta no, Smith? It wasn't Justin Fields. Why did I say Justin Fields? Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. And Lawrence. Lawrence. I don't know why I said Justin Fields. <laughs> Lawrence is only third team. Um all um um forget it. Thirteen years old? No, uh, like like third team. Third team all uh SC, oh, uh, ACC. ACC, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, he missed two games. Yes. Yeah. So um Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, offensive lineman for USC, declared. Okay. Uh Kadarius Tooney. How about that? And uh and, and Trevin Grimes. They are skipping the cotton bowl and they are going to come out to the NFL draft. Smart. There's some big names for you. Yeah. And uh, I saw there are some senior bowl commitments. I don't have them at um, my fingertips right now, but it's just, it's nice to see that, you know, we're, we're, we're just about done completely with college football and transitioning right into the, you know, the senior bowl and the East West shrine game and all, all that fun stuff. So. What's the other thing we wanted to talk about today? Covered Heisman. Um, well, the Covered. Jets set their franchise back 10 years. <laughs> That's right. The number one and the number two picks in the draft are locked in. And unfortunately for the lowly Jets fans, yes, you will be picking second. So, because the Jets are picking two, that means the Jacksonville Jaguars will have the honor of selecting none other than Trevor Lawrence with the first pick. You yeah. Happy about that? Um, yeah, I'm glad that uh, the Bills won't be having to face him twice a year. That's always nice. Yep. But um, yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about it on the last on the last episode. It makes the number two pick really, really interesting. We kind of talked about that they have three different choices, really. Either A, take the quarterback. Yep. By Fields or Zach Wilson. B, trade down, get more assets, quantity over quality. Or C, hold put and draft a weapon. Draft, I mean, you, you can take Sewell if you want, but Makai Beckney looks pretty good. So, really interesting. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, it's tough to trust them making the right decision, considering they they rode out Adam Gase all this way just just to have him not get the prize. 
You know, I mean, if you're going to write out a terrible coach, at least go, okay, he's going to get us the first pick. And he's like, he's so bad, he couldn't even do that. Right. Doug Marone's Marone's like, I got you guys. And they're like, that's cool. You're not going to be the coach. Yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah. I got you guys here. He'll probably just walk out anyway, so. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he has that sweet opt-out $14 million clause like he did with the Bills. Mm. Yeah. I would have opted out, too. All right. Uh. I don't know if we had anything else real, real big to talk about. Um, like I said, we covered some players that have opted uh, out of the rest of the season. Have they cleared for the draft? That's always fun to see. The Heisman vote is finalized, as in who you can vote for. We have covered the top two picks in the draft, and I guess that means it's time to do everyone's favorite game. Mock draft. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Now, the way I posed this to you, I don't know if you remember, is I thought that we could do odds and evens. Right. You fine with that? Yep. As long as you do odds this time. I had odds last time, I believe. I thought, yeah, that's fine. Because I remember taking Trevor Lawrence, so. Okay. All right. So let's both pull up our draft network mock draft machines. Get the wheels a turn in. Once again, a huge plug for them because, honestly, their their draft con- content, in my opinion, is second to none as far as a, a whole team. You know, we love our boy Matt Miller, but um, as far as an entire, you know, company just just de- designated and, and dedicated to dominating draft cover, it's, the, it's hard to beat these guys. Yeah, they're awesome, man. Definitely the best. Yep. Okay. Uh, so are you ready, Ryan? Yep. One round, all teams. I am ready. Okay. Uh, with the first pick in the 2021 draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Welcome to Duval. Beautiful. Duval County, right? That's why it's Duval. Um, Do you want to explain why they should make, I'm kidding. Um, uh, this is where the draft starts now. Yep. Um, now, if I'm Joe Douglas, I'm probably taking – I'm fielding calls right now. I'm going to trade back. Jeez, um, I don't know, man. Um, I guess right now, since I, I we're not, we're not going to do trades, I'm going to build around Sam Darnold, which I think would be the next most likely thing that they do. And I'm going to give Sam Darnold a true alpha wide receiver. Uh, actually, you know what? No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Am I? <laughs> They need a. They need a. <laughs> need a lot. Um, you know what? No, uh, I'm gonna fix that defense. They had some of the biggest scrubs on the outside there. Um, I'm gonna give them a true locked-in corner. I'm gonna give them Patrick Sertain the second out of Alabama. Okay, makes a lot of sense. Their uh, secondary was absolutely atrocious. Okay, currently in the three spot. Now that we are done with the top two that are locked in and cannot move, this pick is only able to move a little bit here or there. So the lowest it can be is three, which it is right now. The highest it can be is fifth. Yeah, five. Yep, they're locked into a top five. Yep, because this is Houston's pick that they traded for uh, offensive tackle. Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. Uh, And I believe the the smartest decision for the the Dolphins here is to go ahead and take a 
hopefully generational left tackle, and they will take Panda Sue. Now, two is left-handed. His blind side's right tackle. Sure. Do they move Austin Jackson over to right tackle, or do they keep Panay Sewell at right tackle? You could probably move Austin Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. All right, so next up we have the Falcons. Um, now, for the two-point conversation um, podcast, we actually did a little short where we uh, called the Losers Club, and we did draft for the Falcons already. I believe you gave them Gregory Russo. Yeah. And I believe they were probably like pick 10 at that point, pick seven, seven, eight, or nine or something like that. Um, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give them the quarterback of the future. Um, this player is from Georgia. He was originally the quarterback for Georgia. He's going to go back to the state of Georgia. Um, Justin Fields. I'm going to give them Justin Fields. Uh, I think they'll give him a year to sit behind Matt Ryan. Not a bad guy to sit behind at all. He's got a pretty solid bevy of weapons at his disposal. You're looking at Kelvin Ridley. I don't know. Julio, I it's. I don't know if he's going to be there. I, I don't know. Probably will. So we'll say Julio, Kelvin Ridley. I believe right now probably going to be Hayden Hurst still at tight end. Not that bad. They do need a running back, however. I'm sure that they'll take care of that in the second round of this draft, but – Nonetheless, Justin Fields will have some pretty good weapons at his disposal in Atlanta. Um, not sure they'll pull the trigger. It's hard to read that right now because the way Matt Ryan has been playing, because right. he has not been playing bad. But if you yeah. can get something in the offseason here in between now and the draft uh, for Matt Ryan, then that makes that pick a lot easier to uh, to guess and to uh, to kind of like Put him a good old right. pat on the back of like, hey, that's some that's some forward thinking there. See now the way I, the way I'm looking at the Falcons right now, Brian. I mean, I don't see them getting into the top five, like because Matt Ryan is so he fluctuates so much. He could be like MVP one year, and you know, you Julio stays healthy and the defense starts to click, or say they draft a defensive guy here, they get that other piece, and all of a sudden you're going from pick number four to pick 10, 11, 12, 13. I mean, I feel like if you're at four right here, and then Number probably going to be the consensus number two quarterbacks on the board. I think that's just the right pick. Right, because you're saying that you don't know the next time you're going to be in that position to take exactly. a quarterback that to way. have, yeah. yeah. But in the same breath, this is also a super quarterback heavy draft, so it's tough. I just don't want them to screw it up. Whatever it is, just don't screw it up. Right. Uh, one job. Yeah. So then that brings the Eagles up at pick. Five and a few weeks ago, I would have said, you know, all right, well, we don't know what they have at quarterback. They could be in the hunt for a quarterback. But then um, you, as along with a, a bunch of other fantasy football players, picked up uh, Jalen Hurts and uh, kind of said, yeah, this guy can play. And uh, maybe the best way to make sure that that number two or uh, that second round pick you use on um, – Hurts last year is a good pick is to get him a real legit wide out, man. And go ahead and give him Jamar Chase, LSU prospect. The number one wide out, at least going into the year, was the number one wide out. I'm, I don't know, man. Devontae Smith is so interesting. The fact that he got himself into the Heisman, you know, finalist is as a, as a wide out with yeah. 
one year with Mac Jones and his other wide you know, Waddle going down at the same time. It's just, I, I don't know if right. I've ever seen anything like that. Yeah. I like that pick. Uh, Bengals fans do not like that pick. Um, Bengals fans are probably praying for a Penai Sewell drop. Uh, they were probably hoping for Jamar Chase after that. So now I think I'm going to go with the next best. I don't like, I think it's a little too early for Christian Darisaw here. Um, I could give him Waddle. I could give him Devonta Smith. But I think I'm going to give them a corner. I'm going to give them Caleb Farley, guy who can line up outside of uh, uh, with William Jackson on the outside. Um, it's a good, solid shutdown corner for the Bengals um, going up against, you know, probably Odell, maybe Deontay Johnson, you know, going up against some, some pretty good corners, some pretty good wa- wide receiver cores. So um, Caleb Farley for the uh, Bengals. Yep. I like that a lot. They're another team that has so many holes all over the place that no pick that they make in the, you know, the top 10 here will probably be a pick that's a, a reach or, you know, taking a, a position that is of need, but maybe not of value. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that all matches up, but I think they got a pretty good thing going on there with Cincinnati. Um, at least I'm hopeful. So that brings us to the Detroit Lions, who I am not hopeful about at all. I really think that they're in they're in a couple year cycle here of of probably not being one of the, a good team. They spent too many years middling around, not being an elite team, not being a a, a good team, just being one of those meh teams. Not, not so bad, you know what I mean? It's okay to be bad because you kind of build up picks. Watch what happens with the Jaguars, you know what I mean? They took their lumps here the last couple of years. Watch what happens now. They're going to flip the switch, and they're going to get the players all together, and their cycle will be back uh, renewed. So what what to do with these Lions? I would normally like to say, well, they got Matt Stafford. Why not give them a weapon with Kyle Pitts or maybe one of these wideouts? I'm like, no. I, they need to do the right thing, and the right thing is to take a hopefully generational pass rusher in Gregory Rousseau. That is the the smart, wise investment. You always need pass rushers. You always need to attack the pass. So, yeah, they at least that's what I hope they do. Right. You know, I, I, I agree. I'm with you. Um, so that brings the Giants. That, that brings us to the Giants at number eight. Now, the Giants are kind of tough. Um, Daniel Jones, he's been kind of banged up this year, but he's played well on some games. Sometimes he's, like, cheat, like, brutal. Like, Colt, like where's Colt McCoy at? <laughs> So, but I think, I think the Giants are going to give Colt McCoy an, another season or two behind center to really prove himself. Um, and maybe with this first pick, I think they need to patch up that defense. Uh, they have Edget listed as a number one need, but Gregory Rousseau is gone. I don't think I'm going to reach for a guy right here. I think I'm going to take um, probably the number one linebacker in the class, probably the number four overall prospect in this whole class. He's fallen too far. I'm going to give them Micah Parsons the linebacker out of Penn State. Yep. Yep. Definitely thought about that with the Lions. Um, yeah. The it, it quarter to quarter, even with Daniel Jones in some games is just like, okay, he started off good. Uh, second quarter was trash. Third quarter was trash. Oh, here he comes in the fourth quarter. But uh, yeah, I don't think you're right. Yeah. I think you're, I do think you're right that they won't reach for a quarterback this draft. They will, they will play this out and see where it gets them. So, um, that brings the Panthers up, and they are a quarterback needy team. 
And I got good news for them and their fan base. Uh, they're in a perfect spot as far as this draft has gone to select a quarterback and for it not to be a reach. Although I don't really think with this draft class, you're really reaching too much. So the idea is now, well, what quarterback matches up best with what they'd like to do. And I said it a couple of episodes ago that Zach Wilson, in my opinion, matches up the best with the kind of offense they're trying to run with Christian McCaffrey, a lot of speed, a lot of attack the edges. You've got a, a lot of quarterback now with Zach Wilson. So I like that marriage a lot. Yep. That's the right pick. So that brings us to the Broncos, the Broncos. Um, I always been looking for a quarterback forever. Um, I mean, the guy took Brock Osweiler at one point. <laughs> so Drew Locke, I mean, it's not the weapons for, for, for Drew Locke, and we know that. He's got – I mean, Cortland Sutton's been hurt, but Cortland Sutton is um, above-average receiver. They just drafted Jerry Judy, probably the number one or two receiver on most people's boards. They got a speedy slot in K.J. Hamler, who's really starting to shine as of late. They've got a top probably three just pure athleticism tight end in Noah Fant. Yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon – Philip Lindsay, definitely not guys that you need to bat an eye at. It might be Drew Locke. <laughs> Drew Locke might be the problem. Um, so I'm going to give Trey Lance – or Trey Lance. It's a no, spoiler alert. I am <laughs> going to give Elway uh, his new guy, his new toy. I am going to give him Trey Lance, the more of a raw guy. I mean, look at Josh Allen. So Josh Allen was known as his project quarterback. You're going to have to mold him to be perfect to how you want him to be. I think Trey Lance is, is going to be that next guy. Uh, he's getting put into a really good situation. He's got a big arm, really good athleticism. So I think Trey Lance is going to be the guy that GMs look at as like the next Josh Allen. Could be the next Josh Allen, a guy with super high upside who's coming in super raw. And with having Drew Locke being, I don't know, a little bit below average. You you have a guy that can at least hold the reins for a while. Right. Until Trey's ready to go. Maybe he's ready to go. Word go. I mean, hell, we don't know, man. Justin Herbert came out of nowhere. Yep. He did, <laughs> dude, yeah. Dude, dude no just doubt. stepped on the field and said, oh, this is easy. Watch this. Yeah. Unlike Tua, yeah. Tua, who says this is easy, quiet Justin Herbert is actually playing like it's easy. Right. Yep. Keep your mouth shut. Okay, we're back at this pick again with the Cowboys, where last time I was tempted to give them Kyle Pitts because he's the highest-rated player on the board. And then I looked at the wide receivers and I'm like, oh, man, what if we, would we build an ultimate football fantasy team and, and give them another wideout? No, we're not doing that. Uh, we are going to be smart here, and we will give them J.C. Horn, cornerback. It's the right move. Out of South Carolina. That is That's what the right they pick. need. Desperately, desperately, desperately need it. They're off. There's nothing wrong with their offense. They're just hurt. That's that's the only thing that's wrong with their offense right now. Right. Right. No, I agree, man. I agree. So next up is the Chargers. I feel like the Chargers have needed an offensive line since now. I mean, this like I don't get it. Um, so without any further excla- explanation, I'm going to give them Christian Darrisaw, the tackle out of Virginia Tech. Sure up that offensive line, protect your franchise quarterback. I think that's the right pick. Yep, I have 
uh, um, I, that's one of the betting odds in this draft that I'd be like, yeah, they're, they'll take the best available offensive lineman. So now that brings up the New England Patriots who are just losing. That's all they're doing. They just keep losing and losing and losing. And um, the Patriots on your end? After the Vikings? Yeah, aren't hey. you taking the Vikings? Hey. Yeah, what just happened? Oh, uh, what just happened? I don't know. Somehow Travis Etienne just went to the Vikings. <laughs> they're not gonna Weird. do that. All right, well, uh, you, you fix this for me. Yes, right? yes, you should make your pick. Yeah. I don't. How the heck did that happen? I didn't like. I don't know. I was scrolling. Maybe I touched draft. Next time I'm doing this on the laptop. I promise. Right. Uh, okay. So the Vikings on the board. Uh, what do the Vikings have? Well, the Vikings have a good running back. The Vikings have a really good rookie wide receiver. They have a good number two wide receiver. They got pretty decent tight ends. They've got pretty decent offensive line. So nothing to fix on the offensive side of the ball. Let's go to the defense. They have some holes. They definitely could use a pass rusher that is, you know, able to maybe cause a few turnovers here or there. But now we're down to what? Do we like a outside linebacker pass rusher? Or do you like a guy with his hand in the dirt? Uh, I do believe they play a lot of 4-3 defense. So they like the hand-in-the-dirt kind of guy. So I guess they would like Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Yep. Sounds about right. Okay. So that brings us to the Patriots. Um, there are no quarterbacks available. I would love to give them a quarterback, um, which, well, I wouldn't really love it, but it is what it is, right? So there are no quarterbacks available um i think the patriots are a team that could actually no they can't they don't have money i was gonna <laughs> say m maybe they could be a team that finds someone in uh free agency but i don't think so i think they're gonna have to bite the bullet one more year probably with cam or stidham Pro probably stidham cam just looks like he just can't throw a football anymore he I, I don't i don't get it so uh i'm gonna give him a weapon i'm gonna give cam a weapon cam can't really throw the ball downfield so I'm going to give them Kyle Pitts, a guy who can give them shorter to intermediate routes um, and just a freaky tight end. Maybe it can be their next Gronk. Who knows? Um, so I will give uh, the Patriots Kyle Pitts. Hey, they had good luck with uh, Florida tight ends before. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, in case any of our listeners don't know, Aaron Hernandez was a Florida Gator. Yes, he was. Yes. All right, 49ers, you're on the clock now, and what do you need? Uh, well, first off, you need a better training staff because you guys could not stay on the field. And then once you sure that up, uh, you need to figure out a way to uh, just make more uh, explosive offensive plays. Just straight up, that's what you guys need to do. You need to push the ball down the field. You don't have a quarterback right now on the board that I feel like you should go out and get. Uh, maybe they feel strong about one of the ones that's left. I don't. Uh, I'm now into the kind of the iffy territory. I do like our boy Mac Daddy Jones, but I don't know if he fits that system necessarily. It's such a unique system with Shanahan. So instead, I will give them one of these dynamic wide receivers from Alabama, and I will go with a guy who's not coming off injury, even though Waddle's injury isn't severe like an ACL tear or anything like that. But I will, I will give him the Heisman finalist. Devonta Smith? Yep. Okay. All right. 
that brings us to the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's see here. No quarterbacks I like. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give them an edge rusher. I am. I'm going to give them Joseph Asai out of Texas. Um, I like Max Crosby. I do. Max Crosby with, with, with two X's. He's kind of like that gym class hero. His motor just doesn't stop, and he just gets hustle plays. That's, that's, that's really what it is. And, um, I mean, I think any defensive player is welcome on that team. So I'm going to give him – I'm going to give them one of the better edge rushers, Joseph Asai. Yep. Smart. They have a pretty good uh, understanding between GM and coach there, so I could totally see that they could be on the same page. Um, <laughs> Can I just make this easier for you, this next pick? Yeah, sure. I mean, the player's already gone on your side. He's not on mine. Oh, you really think they'd – well, maybe. Being the college coach, the recent college coach. Maybe. I don't like Kenyon Drake. They don't like Kenyon Drake. Think about that offense. ETN, Kyler, Nuke, Christian Kirk. Okay. So the way I will fix this on my end is you go ahead and select Travis ETN. And then you take someone at the I'll very, give him, very bottom. I'm gonna no, well, I'll I'll give him Quiddy Pay because he's still here, but I oh okay drafted, I drafted him already. Okay. So now we're fixed. Right. We're back to normal. All right. The Cardinals have Travis ETN. Now, now it's going to start getting interesting. Yes. Okay. Now it is up to me to fix the Colts. No pressure. So, their number one need is definitely a quarterback, I think. So, I don't think I'm going to reach here for Mac Jones or Kyle Trask. I don't think so. Instead, because I, I think that those could be guys that they could potentially get in the second round. I really do. So I am going to give them a tackle here. I'm going to give them Jalen Mayfield. Let's sure up this offensive line. You got Quentin Nelson in there, uh, Ryan Kelly. Um, let's really sure it up with Jalen Mayfield, the tackle from Michigan. Okay. Did you give any thought about the wideouts? I did, actually. Yeah. I did. Um, I probably should have done that. No. But no, I'm, I'm no. fine with it. I'm 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 fine with a tackle. Um, they don't really have a quarterback to get them a ball right now, so. Yeah, it's very true. All right, the Washington Washington football team, and another team that really needs a quarterback, like bad, bad. I think they do it. And in, in this, uh, we're not trading, like you said, but man, if, if there's a a team screaming to just trade up and go get a quarterback is them. Yep. So we don't have that option here, but I do want to just, I want to give them a quarterback. So we're going to reach and I like the matchup uh, or the, the marriage of Mac Jones with Washington. I think he's the right mentality quarterback they need right now. Wow. Draft network has Desmond Ritter over Mac Jones. Old man Ritter. Right. All right. So I'm going to give you the ultimate layup for the Jags here. Okay. Okay. So for the Bears, 
kind of the same situation as the Colts. You need a quarterback, um, but I just don't like the options for them. And their offensive line is kind of bad. It really is. So I'm going to give them a tackle. Samuel Cosme out of Texas. Once again, sure up that offensive line, help out David Montgomery, and help out whether it's Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky, maybe Matt Stafford. We don't know. We we, we really don't. Let's sure up that left side and give him Samuel Cosme. Okay. Now here we go. I just gave you the ultimate alley-oop. I need you to slam dunk this pick. Well, it's, I don't like the way you phrased it because I actually look at two players right now and it's two positions that I could see them taking and they're both on the defensive side of the ball. They mm. don't really they don't really have any locked, locked corners in my opinion right now. They have an interesting one and then a DJ bunch of Anderson. nothing. Right. And then they have nothing at linebacker. Miles Jack would like a word. Miles Jack has not lived up to expectations. (laughs) Miles Jack is 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 what we thought was a little too light in the britches, a little a little too not heavy handed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I I would take Jeremiah Awusu right here. All right, who I would take if I was the GM of the Jaguars. Bring a little nasty along with the athleticism. Okay. Would you have taken Stokes? No. No. Okay. No, I wouldn't. Have. I like Stokes, and 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 I don't know how they view their corners. I I look at it like you, you you took one of my least favorite corners in the draft last year. So. Right. Well, Stokes doesn't have to wait much longer. Uh, he's heading to Cleveland. Um, I think he's a great fit. I'd, um, great fit next to a guy like Denzel Ward, who's been. Yeah. As of well, he got injured recently, but as of late, has been a really, really, really good corner. Uh, he's definitely lived up to that number four overall pick. So let's give uh, Denzel Ward some help, and let's give them Eric Stokes. Yeah, on the on the other side. All right, here we go, Bry. Alley oop, finish it. Uh, Jalen Waddle to the Dolphins. Yep, enough said. Okay, Ravens. <laughs> no, you can talk about it if you want. Yeah, I mean, you, you get one of Tua's former, you know, teammates with them. That's always kind of fun. Uh, I don't know what it means as far as transitioning to the pro level because, it, like we said, it seems like Tua is a little bit slow right now in the processing aspect of being a quarterback in the NFL. But, hey, he's going to have a whole new offseason to work on that. And then uh, what better way to get familiar uh, and ready to go than Give, give him a guy he already knows and trust. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, so that brings us to the Ravens. Now. They won't get this wrong. I think they, well. They don't get first picks wrong. They didn't they last won't. year. Sat and waited um, for Patrick Queen. I'm going to give them a real true alpha receiver. They do not have that. Marquise Brown was cute. That, that, that was a cute little, uh whatever it is that was. Sure, he's a good route runner. He's got good speed, good after the catch. But let's get a true alpha who does all those things. And let's add a little bit of toughness. Let's add a little bit of 50-50 ball confidence. And let's get a guy with a little bit of a bigger frame. Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver in Minnesota. Six foot one, 210 pounds. That big body guy who can run routes on the outside. You throw it up to him, you know he's going to come down with it. Just a just a, a tough receiver, 
And I think that's that, that's something that Lamar Jackson could use instead of just absolutely just hammering Mark Andrews with those targets. Right. Spread the ball outside a little bit. Like that. And and you're seeing the last few weeks with Des Bryant actually playing what the bigger wide receiver is meaning to uh, Lamar Jackson. He, he has, right. He's found some confidence here, some trust with the bigger guy. So, uh, yeah, love that. Uh, reminds me of A.J. Brown a little bit. Uh, Rashard right. Bateman, which brings yeah. us to the Tennessee Titans, who desperately would like to have a cornerback. But uh, bad news, uh, there's none ready to go to them right now. Um, I think we're going to have our first reach of the draft. Uh, I could see them falling in love with a guy like Pat Fryermouth. I really do. Uh, he's a fringe first-round guy as it is. It's hard to evaluate uh, tight ends because they normally take a little time to develop. But if he can bring the pass catching aspect day one, then he'll get himself on the field and then, you know, spoon feed him the rest of the stuff along the way. So I I could see that adding to the kind of offense they like to run, the power run game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So that brings us to the Bucks. Um, if there's one way to expose the Bucks, I think you can run the ball. I really do. So I'm going to give them a guy to shore up that, that interior defensive line. I'm going to give them Jay, Jay Tufeli, a guy who can rush the passer as a three-tech, or he can just stuff the run. He really can. So Jay Tufeli, the uh, interior defensive lineman from USC to the Bucks. I'd have to go back and look. It's... I mean, obviously, this is just a mock draft, so we're far away from the real draft happening. But, dude, when's the last time that it took till pick 26 for a defensive tackle to be selected in an NFL draft? Yeah, right. It's it's such, a weak, such a weak class this year. So, no really? studs. So, okay. Uh, that brings the Jets back up. And the Jets, like we said, have a lot of holes all over the place. And I think that they're going to want to help uh, their newest addition there. Uh, well, they took Penny Sewell. You took Penny Sewell, didn't you? No, I don't think I did. I gave them Patrick Sertain. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay, cool. I had to go back and reset. Smart. Okay. So they need offensive line help. Uh, if they're, they are in debt, in fact, sticking with Sam Darnold, they also need better run support to hopefully alleviate some of the stuff that Sam has to deal with. So I'll take the second running back in this class and take Najee Harris. Mm, Steelers fans are pissed. (laughs) Oh, I would have loved that for the Steelers. Oh my Lord. Mm, Okay. All right. Damn. Another team that needs to tackle big time. And so I'm, I'm, yeah, they probably do need a quarterback. Um, I'm going to give them a tackle. Uh, I'm going to give them Liam Eikenberg from Notre Dame. Not a flashy pick, not a sexy pick, but a safe pick. Notre Dame is known for their linemen, and Liam Eikenberg is, is, is uh, no different. So I'm going to give them a, the safe pick here and give them the tackle. Okay. So you were controlling the Bills pick. 
which is after the Saints pick, which is what is up right now. And as everyone knows, we're big Bills fans here. And so to be fair, I'm going to assign numbers to three players here, and I'm going to have you pick the number and then I will, and then you will find out that that's way I'm not, I'm trying not to give you a layup for the bills. Okay. Okay. All right. So one, two or three. And this is for the saints. This is for the saints. Let's go one. Okay. You lucked out. They will take Wyatt Davis interior offensive lineman from Ohio state. They took a center with their first pick last year and they followed up this year just fill, filling in that interior spot. So uh, number two was Sean Wade. So if you had picked two, you would not have Sean Wade for the Bills right now. I like Zayvon Collins. Okay. Okay. Uh, so in but, this, in this, are you thinking that um, Matt Milano? Matt Milano is gone. But at the same time, after watching last night, Matt Milano's the best player on the field on, de- on, on defense, I think. Um, if he keeps playing like that, he will get re-signed. And then I think whichever they don't re-sign or whichever they don't fill in, corner or linebacker, I think that's going to be their first pick or maybe a lineman. I'm not sure. Um, but you know what? I do like Sean Wade. I've always liked Sean Wade. I do like Dylan Moses. I keep My eyes keep traveling down the list here. Um, Dylan Moses would be fun. Oh, boy, would he be fun. I do like Creed Humphrey here, too. Um, but no, I think I, I think I'm gonna take Sean Wade. Levi Wallace is not. He's starting to play. He's starting to pick up a little bit, but I think that's just because the rest of the defense is starting to play to their potential. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think Levi Wallace is the guy there. So I will take Sean Wade to play corner outside of Travis White. So uh, my website just crashed. So I'm going to need Ryan's uh, draft. That's why we do two drafts at the same time. Ryan's going to help me out here and let me know. Uh, the Packers are up? The Packers are up. Okay, so the Packers, uh, they need a quarterback, right? That's what they did last year, so they probably want to do it again. Yeah, they should probably not give Aaron Rodgers any weapons because Devontae Adams is the best ever. <laughs> well, but no. That is true. <laughs> He's very good. Um, they do need a corner, but I'm j- I'm – not going to do that. They do. They need a weapon. Please let take some pressure off our man Devontae. Man, we get it. The dude was like thirty touchdowns this year. Give him a break. I'm going to give them Terrace Marshall Jr., wide receiver from LSU. Give Aaron Rodgers another dude to throw to. Alan Lazard is nice. He's a nice yeah. number three, maybe. But like we always say, do not pass on great talent for a good talent, or do not pass on great talent because of good talent. Terrace Marshall, who really stepped who really stepped up with Jamar Chase opting out. So, right. Hmm. And then that brings us to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. Now, just because I'm just to spite them, I'm going to give them a boring pick. <laughs> I'm going to give them Creed Humphrey, interior offensive line. They actually really need that. They need it. Yeah. So I'm going to give them that guy. Creed Humphrey, and that is it. Creed Humphrey, who was, you know, potentially going to enter the draft last year. Yes. Yeah. So probably a pretty solid pick. Pretty solid pick. So solid indeed. I will read this off. So 
starting off with the Jags, they take Trevor Lawrence. The Jets take Patrick Sertain. Dolphins take Panay Sewell. Falcons take Justin Fields. Eagles, Jamar Chase. Bengals, Caleb Farley. Lions, Gregory Rousseau. Giants, Micah Parsons. Uh, Panthers, Zach Wilson. Broncos, Trey Lance. Cowboys, J.C. Horn. Chargers, Christian Derisaw. Vikings, Quiddy Pay. Patriots, Kyle Pitts. Uh, 49ers, Devonta Smith. Raiders, Joseph Osai. Cardinals, Travis Etienne. Colts, Jalen Mayfield. Football team, Mac Jones. Bears, Samuel Cosme. Jags, Jeremiah Owusa-Koromoa. Browns, Eric Stokes. Uh, Dolphins, Jalen Waddell. Ravens, Rashad Bateman. Titans, Pat Fryermouth. Bucks, Jay Tufeli. Jets, Najee Harris. Steelers, Liam Eikenberg. Saints, Wyatt Davis. Bills, Sean Wade. Packers, Terrace Marshall Jr. And to round it out, the Kansas City Chiefs select Creed Humphrey. That was fun. That was a good one. Uh, so that is mock draft 3.0 already. That is 3.0. Not a whole lot has changed since 1.0, but enough. Not much. We'll probably take a break until. How about this? Let's let's make a pack slash oath right now to our listeners, Ryan, that we will not do another mock draft until after the Super Bowl. You fine with that? Deal. Okay. In the meantime, uh, when we rejoin you again for next week's episode, I think uh, what we will do is attack the defensive top fives. We're going to start going through those because we haven't hit any of those. We finished off all the offensive top fives, and we have done nothing with defense. So what do you think, Ryan? That sound good for the listeners? That, that sounds fair. Come. So we'll do that. We'll hit the top fives. We're going to start getting you more interested in that. Uh, a little crossover news for you. Uh, if you caught the Facebook Live of Two Point Conversation with our friends Matt and Andrew, uh, we're going to be doing that every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. So keep tuning in for that. That's a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully you voted for me. If you did, you're my favorite. If you didn't, uh, maybe you voted for Ryan, and now you are his favorite. I don't yep. know. Yeah, You will always be my favorite, regardless of who you vote for. Oh, well, see, now it's, that's how you're going to get next week. <laughs> Only if oh, you subscribe, rate, review the podcast, share it. Do what you gotta do, and that, and then if you do that, you'll be my favorite, and that's pretty tight. Yeah, and and Ryan will add you to the tattoo list on his back of all his favorite yep. people. And so I've got far, all it's, six ratings. It's it's uh, Kathy, Todd, Peyton, and Tex. I got Dang, my fingers. My, my, my sister fingers. doesn't get it, huh? That would be no, weird. No, she don't. And, and I got my fingers crossed that I'm coming soon. Yeah. You're next. I'm, com- I'm coming on the back. Wait. You're next. <laughs> Ew. God. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. So until next time, all you processors, keep on processing that process. Big old go bills. Go bills. Do you trust the process? Respect the process.
grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think that was, they sell those here. Uh, must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.